Welcome to the Charleston Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Farina, and I have waited so long to say that phrase. Like, I'm so happy. Now I am going to say I'm a liar because I have said that phrase before, and it's because this is my second time trying to record this episode. Okay, so very me thing. I messed up the first time, but you know what? Here we are. It's all about the journey. Okay, I'm learning a lot. So anyways, this is episode one. Please pinch me. I can't believe I'm here. I wanted to do a podcast for as long as I can remember, like before I had any sort of following, before I had anything, like I just have always been like, I need to talk into a microphone, like for the world to hear, like that is just me. Like, I mean, you're really listening to someone who loves to talk, like loves to talk, like, and my 10 minute limit on TikTok just wasn't cutting it. So the only option for me was to start a podcast. Duh. Um, just kidding, but not really. Uh, no, but I've really dreamed of doing a podcast for like, I mean, for years and I just, once I started doing TikTok, I knew that like a podcast was going to be like a future endeavor of mine. Like I just knew it. And ooh, said the word endeavor. Like that was a good, that was a good big word, Nicole. Very good. Um, anyways, so I'm currently recording at the Moxie Hotel in downtown Charleston. Such a sleigh. They have a podcast studio. I love it. I just love the Moxie in general. They have such a cute rooftop. I had an event here. Um, so if you are need, if you need to stay in Charleston, definitely check it out. If you live in Charleston, come check it out because it's awesome. So anyways, let's take a moment to introduce me and the pod, shall we? So my name is Nicole. I think I've said that like three times at this point, so you should probably know that. But I am a 27-year-old single girl living in Charleston, South Carolina. I am a content creator, event planner, um, swim coach. Um, I do a lot of different things, but that's just me. So I have a brand and business called The Charleston Diaries. And this episode is going to be all about like me, um, my story, the Charleston Diaries, how it got to this point, what is it, you know, all of that kind of stuff. It's really gonna be answering the question, what is the Charleston Diaries? Just like everything that you need to know about it. And I'm gonna be spilling some tea, like of some stories that I haven't really told yet. So get ready, buckle up, okay? Now, as for this podcast, here is what you are signing up for by becoming a listener, okay? I'm calling this a digital diary, and you might know me from my Charleston Diaries videos, which are like days in the life on TikTok, weekends in the life, yeah, like all that kind of stuff. Um, and this podcast is going to be that, but it's going to be that on a bigger level, okay? In this like diary, quote unquote, um, there will be lots of stories, some about me, some about you, some about those making a difference in Charleston and I hope one day those making a difference beyond Charleston, like I'm so pumped to interview some really, really cool people. But in this podcast, we're going to talk about life in Charleston, what's going on in Charleston, all of that kind of stuff. I'll tell you my stories because God knows I have so many. But an important part of this podcast is that we'll be chatting about things beyond Charleston, like things that all take place in Charleston for me personally, but broader ideas and topics like navigating life in your 20s, dating, which again, so many stories, um, friendship, figuring out your career, which I've changed multiple times. So again, lots of stories, uh, mental health, and just like becoming you and the best version of that. I'm taking this journey along with all of you. Like I do not have it figured out in the slightest in any of the previously mentioned categories, like except friends. Like I would say I definitely have some great friends like they slice. So anyways, but I, speaking of friends, I am your friend. Like, and I want you to listen to this podcast and like really feel that because I am navigating all of it alongside of you. And I want to share my stories and my thoughts and my pieces of advice with you all. And most importantly with this podcast, we are going to have some fun. Okay. We're going to laugh at each other. We're going to laugh with each other. We are going to have some fun because there is nothing cooler than having fun. If you didn't know that, that is the Charleston Diaries way of life. And it is just the best way of life to live. So as we know, a diary is a storytelling space. It's personal, it's real, it's vulnerable. And that is the Charleston Diaries podcast. This is my diary. It's your diary. So cheers to that. Now, this little chit chat time that we're like doing in the beginning of each episode is going to be like a little different time, but I'm going to call it gossip hour. Okay. And it's not actually going to be an hour. Don't worry. But it's just a time to chat, 
catch up gossip because I love to gossip. And now I will say I'm a firm believer that there's a big difference between gossiping and shit talking. Okay, we'll get into that another time. But the term gossip hour is an ode to 13 year old Nicole. Okay, so I grew up, uh, I grew up as a swimmer. Okay, we'll get into that more another time too. But I went to my neighborhood pool in the summer every single day. It was called Persimmon Creek. Like, oh my gosh, best time of my life. But me and my friend Jillian, we were obsessed with all like the lifeguards and stuff. And we were just like the loser, like little kids. And we would go out and sit on the playground like during the pool, like during the day. And we just needed a break from the pool, sit on the, life on the playground. And we would just like talk about all the lifeguards and like come up with code names for them, like prank call them sometimes, like what freaks. Um, but we would just like talk and we call it gossip hour because it's just like, you know, catch up time, whatever, just chatting. So gossip hours are something that I've always like said in my life. And I just feel like it's like, a nice ode to like my childhood that I'm able to, you know, continue it on. So anyways, let's get into the juicy stuff. This is the story of the Charleston Diaries. Okay. So we are going to rewind a little bit because I have had a journey to get here. Like I have had to work for this. I've had to change for this. I've had to change my mind, change just my life. And obviously like, it's not like it was like some crazy, like, oh my God, you have to do all this. It was all out of my choice, but it just, I had to make some choices. It's just been crazy. So I want to tell you guys like how I got here. So I went to Gettysburg College in Pennsylvania. I graduated in 2018. I was an English major. I swam on the swim team. I was in a sorority, lots of stuff going on. But I like did not know what I wanted to do with my life. And I know everybody kind of says that, but I was I was like a lost puppy. Like gun to my head, if you told me what was your career, oh my God, I had no idea. Like I was like, uh, like I have no clue. And I couldn't figure it out. But I always knew that I loved telling a story and I loved being creative. And those were like my driving forces in life okay and so i remember senior year i'm like applying to jobs but like i couldn't picture myself at any of them i could not picture myself at any sort of career any sort of anything and i think in hindsight which like obviously hindsight's 2020 but I think I couldn't figure it out then because like what I do now, like didn't really exist yet. You know, like TikTok wasn't real or didn't exist. What, what am I saying? TikTok <laughs> didn't exist yet. This is what this podcast, podcast is going to be like me saying like things like that just blurred out of my mouth that make no sense. So enjoy that. Uh, anyways, so I ended up, I graduated 2018. I moved home to Delaware. I'm from Delaware. I forget if I mentioned that, um, but moved home. I coached swimming my entire, like, not my entire life. That's impossible. Okay. Um, since I was 15, I coached my neighborhood swim team, Persimmon Creek, the one I mentioned earlier. And I was assistant coach for many years, became the head coach, dream job. If I could, like, that is my dream job to this day. And because it was the best job ever. And that was a hard, and this is a quick side note, this, that was a hard part of my life because my last year coaching them was 20, was when I was 22, 2018. And I felt like I was like, oh my God, I reached my career goal. And that's bizarre because uh, all I wanted to do when I grew up was to be the head coach of Persimmon Creek. And like the fact that I hit that and, you know, did it successfully. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like now what, you know? Anyway, so that was like a challenge in and of itself, but to reach your childhood goal and then like have to figure out what's next. So anyways, but I did love coaching and I decided to move home to Delaware and I went back to my club swim team to coach because I thought that's what I wanted to do with my life. Like I thought eventually I wanted to run my own club swim team and that be my life. Um, so I did that. I worked retail. I did some freelance writing, but I will say I was so lost. Like 2018 to 2020 was a very like hard time for me because I just had no idea what I wanted to do. I always knew that I wanted to do my own thing, but I never knew what it was. And I was like, okay, I love writing. Um, I love telling stories, but I love coaching. I love helping people. How do I combine what I love 
telling stories and making a difference. How do I combine those things? And I obviously also loved making videos at the at the end of every swim season for Persimmon Creek. I would make these end of season videos and I just I taught myself every single thing I knew. I got a GoPro. Like it it was just, you know, I just fell into it and it became like an obsession for me. I was I was so obsessed with doing it, but I had no idea how to tie the all of these things together, you know? And so towards the end of 2019, I was doing this for a year. Um, I was like, uh, I don't think I want to coach swim team. Like, I don't, I don't think I want to coach full time anymore. I, I will always love it, but I don't, just didn't think it was for me. And so I decided I was going to move to New York City in 2020, in um, July of 2020 with my friend Leah. Now, Leah is my friend from growing up and we were both living at home at the same time and whatever. We were just like, yes, like, you know, we talked about moving to New York when we were kids. Like, let's make this happen, whatever. And we were waiting until July of 2020 just to, like, get our shit together. And I like was like, told my swim team, like, I'm going to be here for another year, blah, blah, blah. Um, but then COVID hit, right. And, you know, everything changed. And I use that as a time to rethink my entire life, pretty much. And I realized that New York was not for me. Like, that is just not my vibe. Um, I kind of was just doing it almost because like, everybody does it, like everybody at college, like in college, like moved to New York. And I'm from right outside of Philly. So I didn't want to move to Philly. But I was just like, I just like, oh my gosh, everybody's moved to New York. I have to do it. Realized that was not for me. And I had already realized that like coaching wasn't for me fully, but I had no idea what I actually want to do. And so I did a lot of journaling. I really worked it out. And then like a vision, okay, on a spring day of 2020 quarantine, Charleston came to me, okay, popped into my mind. I have no idea how I'd never been there. I never, I didn't know a thing about this city, like truly nothing. And I feel like it was kind of before Charleston like popped off, you know? So I just was like, but I was like, I think I need to move there. Cause I knew that I wanted to move at some point in 2020. I was, I did not want to move to New York. Like obviously one, because I just didn't want to, but I also was like COVID no. And I was just like, I just feel like I'm going to move somewhere in 2020. And I think it needs to be Charleston. And I mentioned it to Leah and then her and I ended up moving um, to my family's beach house in Cape May, New Jersey, the Jersey shore for the summer to work. Um, and I knew at the end of that summer that I was going to, I was not going to be moving back to Delaware. You know, like I was like, I'm going somewhere And midsummer. I decided it was going to be Charleston. And I think I just knew that it was the first time that I truly felt like intuition. I truly felt like I'm just being pulled in some direction and I just trusted it. And Leah was in and our other friend Allie was in and we started planning our move. And like, I'd never been to Charleston. Allie had never been. Leah had been a few times, but like didn't really know much about it at all. So we were going in very blind and we went, we we took a trip to Charleston in September um, to apartment hunt and we moved October 17th of 2020. And it was just, it was fast, but I would not have had it any other way. Now here's the other thing. I did not have a job when I moved here. Um, would I recommend that? No, it was also COVID. Um, things were very different. It was just like, it was hard to get jobs, but then you could get hired so quickly. So that's pretty much what happened. I would have been applying to jobs all summer, like I guess, you know, since July, like when I decided I was going to move throughout the fall, the three of us could not all find jobs at the same time and have our apartment. So whatever. So anyways, we move. I, that first Monday, so I move on a Saturday, that Monday, October 19th, I sat down at my desk and I, like a vision, again, thought of the Charleston Diaries. And I have a, the notebook right here. If you're watching this on video, I'm holding it up. Um, that shows my little Charleston Diaries idea. Okay. So this was on October 19th and it says Charleston Diaries recounting everything that happens in my new journey, how I got here, Instagram. And then it also says the Charleston Diaries slash Nicole and Charleston, like, which I'm like so glad I didn't call it Nicole and Charleston. That's boring. But um, the Charleston Diaries, share my adventures, tell stories, post pics, vids, quotes on Insta, reels, like montages of the weekend. And I also wanted to like make it a blog and all this kind of stuff. And I'm so like crazy. It says 
goal debut on October 30th. Meanwhile, it's October 19th. I don't know what planet I was on that I thought I was going to get all of this together like by then. But I didn't really know what the Charleston Diaries was going to be, but I always knew it was something. And I remember, I remember this day so clearly. I like ran out and told my roommates, like, guys, I have this idea. The Charleston Diaries, it's, it's, it's going to be something. I was just like, this is going to be my thing, but I got to keep applying to jobs, whatever. I got very, very fortunate and I got a job at the Post and Courier, which if you don't know, is the newspaper here. I did not apply to this job. I interviewed with a job at Charleston Magazine, like probably a month before uh, was not qualified for that job in the slightest. But the um, woman I interviewed with was just so awesome. And she was like, you know, like, let's keep in touch and blah, blah, blah. And she ended up recommending me to the Post and Courier. They were looking for like a marketing and events like contract person to work on their steeplechase of Charleston event. So I got hired very quickly. Um, that was the job that made me fall in love in Charleston, with Charleston because it was so hands-on to Charleston. Like I'm running around the city like all day, every day, doing a lot of different stuff, getting ready for this steeplechase event. Um, and it also made me fall in love with doing events, um, which was a really cool experience. So, but it was contract, like I said. So I eventually was kind of like, okay, they can't hire me full-time. I kind of want to find a full-time job. So I got a job out in Kiowa doing like marketing and social and all of that kind of stuff. Like a few months later, it was my birthday, um, April of 2021. And it was my 25th birthday. We had, we rented this house in Isle of Palms and um, this huge house invited so many of our friends and we had this huge party and we called it Pink Party and it was the best. And that's, I'll tell that story another time. But I don't know, I was just kind of like, hmm, I think this is gonna be a really fun weekend. I should videotape the whole thing. So I order a camcorder off of Amazon and just carry around a camcorder the entire weekend. And it was so funny. And so I made a little video about the weekend, set it to fun music. And then I was like, like a light bulb went off. And I was like, I think it's time to make this Charleston Diaries thing a thing. And so I made a Charleston Diaries Instagram in June of 2021 as a place to just like make like weekend videos, like set it to fun music, just like of what me and my friends are doing. I had no followers. Like any of my followers were my friends or my friend's friends. Like that's it. I mean, probably I had... 100 followers at this point, like, you know, this and when I first started, then after a few months, I realized I really did not like my job. I there were kind of a lot of reasons why I didn't like it. But I really didn't like that it wasn't involved in Charleston. And I feel like I like, you know, when you take something away, and you realize how much you miss it, that's exactly what happened to me. And so I was just like, okay, I need to find a job that's involved in Charleston. Because I don't know if you know, but Kiowa is like a hike away from Charleston. It's, it's like, it's one of the beaches areas kind of, and it's just different from Charleston. Um, and so I was just like hustling to get a new job. And that was like my project for 2021 was to find a new job. And it was really, really hard. I, I had so many interviews and things weren't working, but to ease my sanity, I kept the Charleston Diaries going. Like that was my hobby and like making videos and just having fun with it. And like I said, I had no followers. And then in January of 2022, I decided to launch a Charleston Diaries blog because I love to write. And I was just like, oh, this could be a fun little extra thing to do. And making the videos and writing the blogs like really were the things that like kept me going, even though I like the only people looking and reading were my friends, like I said. Um, but after like so many interviews and applications and all that kind of stuff, after seven months, I finally got a new job. And it was like, it was a job that I had wanted before I even moved here. And it was in the media department at my little, little dream company, which was Explore Charleston. And I've been hesitant of whether or not I should like mention the name, but of the company like in this, but at the end of the day, like you guys can easily figure it out. Like it's on my LinkedIn and I've definitely talked about it on TikTok before. So here we are. Um, but at this time, like I get this job and also meanwhile, like just a quick side note, I've always used TikTok, but I never was really posting on them on it. I started trying to post my Charleston Diaries content on TikTok, but I had no strategy behind it. I was just like, 
post a video with fun music of like my music so it's like wasn't even using tiktok sound so we got like no likes you know like if i got more than like 10 likes i'd be like oh my gosh great so i'm working at explore charleston loving it like again falling even more in love with charleston and then in june of 2022 i go on a first date and i decide to do a get ready with me before like get ready with me is where even a thing like i swear people weren't calling them get ready with me's at that point and I posted to TikTok, like just getting ready for the date and just like kind of giving my like narrative about it. And it was so random, but I, another like weird gut feeling, I felt like I had to make it. I don't know why, but I was just like, I should do this. But TikTok did partially well because I mentioned Paul. Now who's Paul? Great question. Okay. I'm sure you're thinking it's a person. It's not, it's a doll. So I wish I had him with me or else I would show I would bring him up and show you guys, but I'll bring him to another episode. I've been really neglecting bringing him around lately, but you know what? It's okay. We all make mistakes. I've been busy. So anyways, Paul is a doll. And so I'm going to tell you guys a quick story of Paul. And these are the kind of stories that you're going to hear on this podcast. So just get get ready for this nonsense. So my friends and I first move here. Okay, it's 2020. We meet a group of guys out one night. It's a Thursday night. It's Halloween weekend. That's Saturday. We meet up with them for Halloween and they have a new friend with them. And it's this little fella named Paul. And I don't say little fella to be rude. It's just simply true. He is just short. Now, me and my friends are tall girls. We're all we're all tall. I'm 5'10", and everybody else is around that height too-ish. Um, and so we are towering over Paul. And what am I doing? I'm like leaning over. I'm like, hi, Paul. I'm like, hi, you're so cute. I didn't say that. That's so weird if I said that. But he was just like, we were like obsessed with him, right? And so then he kind of like turns into a bit after that night. And me and my friends were saying like, oh my gosh, he's so cute. He's so handsome. He looks like a Ken doll. And so what do we do? Immediately go on Amazon and we order a Ken doll that looks like him because he does look like Ken doll. He's so handsome. So we order the Ken doll. We name him Paul. He's just our character. We bring him around. We're bringing him around when we go out, you know, all that kind of stuff. He's just our little friend. And then fast forward um, to my birthday, that pink party, my 25th birthday, my friends wanted to get me a cake with Paul inside, like do a Barbie cake, but with Paul in it. But they go to Publix and Publix says, oh, sorry, no outside dolls. Like, whatever. So they take matters into their own hands. They get a regular Barbie cake and then they switch the heads on it. Okay. So they have to like cut the Barbie's head off and then put Paul's head on the Barbie. So they present me with the cake. I'm like dying. It's the best thing ever. But now Paul's head is on a Barbie body, which is just bizarre. And it's like the, a body with like, it's like, has like a, a strapless, like white thing with like a skirt. Like it's crazy looking. But so Paul becomes our accessory. Like he is, and people like, you know, do triple takes at this doll because it's crazy looking, but he's just like, he's just it. And so, and he just kind of has come around, you know, we bring him out and people, most people like him. Some people are scared, whatever. Anyways. So I am on back to like, you know, present time. I'm at this date or when I do my get ready with me date thing, or I go on the date. Okay. What am I saying? I go on the date and this guy who is was a solid eight years older than me. Okay. He says like, Oh, like, what do you and your friends do for fun? And I, I wasn't even drunk. So I have no excuse to say this, but I said, Oh, we bring like oh, this doll Paul around. And he's like, what? <laughs> and I show him the picture. He's like, okay. Mm -hmm, yep. Yep. All right. Now he didn't like, he kind of got into it towards the end, but I, I know he was freaked out. So anyways, in this TikTok, I'm saying like, you know, I'm giving my like next morning re date recap. And I'm like, it went well, except I mentioned Paul. And I show Paul. And of course, people on this TikTok are like freaking out. They're like, who's Paul? Who's Paul? So then I make a video explaining Paul because I'm just like, obviously, I feel like I have to. And that video blows up. But before that video blew up, it took a couple of days too, because, you know, I feel like that's happens with TikTok sometimes. Um, before it did, that first video, that first dating video that I did, it gave me a lot of confidence because it went really well. It gave me confidence to like do what I've always wanted to do, which was like post Charleston content on TikTok and like post a weekend vlog. Like I always wanted to do that. It's my favorite content to 
consume. So naturally it's the type of content I would like want to make, but I was just like too scared to, I had no strategy, like, you know, all the things. And so, um, I decided to just go for it like the following weekend and I filmed a weekend in my life and I did a voiceover for it, which is definitely like a huge thing that I learned is, you know, people love. Um, and I called it the Charleston Diaries and boom, like it took off and it just became Charleston Diaries became days in my life. It became weekends in my life, restaurant visits. Like it was my life. I mean, it is, I'm not, was, I don't know why I'm saying it was, it is my life in Charleston and like what my life is and all of that kind of stuff. And just being a girl in your twenties and, and everything. And so as I started to grow a following, I got lots of questions about how to make friends and like how to make friends in Charleston, how to make friends as an adult. And these are all like girls saying this to me and like, how do you make friends like post-grad, like everything. And I was just like, wow, like I met up with some girls and whatever. Then I was just kind of like, okay, can't do it with everybody, like whatever. But I'm also like, man, there's really a demand for it. And so I just kind of like had this again, gut feeling. Uh, I was like, I should host a girls event. And it's like, I, I, it took me a couple weeks to tell anybody that I had this idea, like tell my friends or my parents or anything. And I was just like, I think I want to do it because I feel like there's a, there's a big demand. Girls want to know how to make friends with each other. And so I just decided to go for it, posted on TikTok. And I was just like, would people be interested in this? And there was a huge response. I was so blown away with that. Sharehouse reached out about doing it there. And I was like, because that was my big thing. I was like, okay, I can do this event. I have no idea where I'm going to do it. I have no idea. And like, there were so many like logistics that I wasn't even thinking of, but I'm like, I'm just going for it. But I was my dream location to have it at was Sharehouse. And I was just so excited that they reached out. And I, you know, started talking to local vendors to have them pop up and all this kind of stuff. So I start planning it. It's like mid-July at this point of 2022. And I'm planning the event for September 21st. Have I ever done anything like this? Absolutely not. But it was all me and I was just like going for it. But I was just like loving it because it was a great learning experience. And I just knew that I was like, this is, this feels right. And so I put tickets on sale at the end of August. They gave me a certain number. Sharehouse gave me a certain number to start at that sold out in a day. And I was so proud of myself because at this point, I probably had like maybe like 6,000 followers on TikTok and probably like 1,500 or less on Instagram. So I was really like, I just felt like this was really cool because I wasn't just getting like tickets from just like followers. You know what I mean? Like people really wanted to come for the concept, which I was really, really proud of. Um, and so Sharehouse gave me more space to sell more tickets. So I kept promoting. It went so well. And so then I went home for Labor Day and I told my parents like, I just, this feels so right. Like, I'm just like, I feel like I'm meant to be doing everything that I'm doing right now. And all this time I'm still working at Explore Charleston. And my one qualm with it was that it like wasn't flexible. Like I was in the office every day, like didn't have great PTO. Like I couldn't travel, couldn't visit my friend or family, like all that kind of stuff. And so I remember sitting there um, at home in Labor Day and I told my parents like, this time next year, I will be in a position where I can spend more time at home in the summer at the beach and travel and all that kind of stuff. And I like everything just felt so right. I was like, I just know that this is something that I want to be doing forever. Everything just felt so right with the content and the events. And I was really hoping that what I just said to my parents meant that I'd be working for myself. And I will say, be careful what you wish for. Okay, because things come true. All right. And I was not expecting it to happen as quickly as it did. And so I came back from Labor Day weekend. Um, it's a Tuesday. I'm in the office. My boss calls me. So I had two bosses. Okay. So boss number one calls me and which at the end of the day, like 4 p.m., that's not out of the ordinary because my um, department had a different office than the rest of the entire company. So we were in one space on one side of the town, like whatever. So my boss just sometimes wasn't in an office. So he just called and check in. So, but he calls me and says, um, can you come to the office, the other office for a meeting right now? And I'm like, oh my God. And I just was like, you know, that's so scary because it's like, 
I don't know. I immediately was like, I'm getting fired. No, what did I think I did? I don't know. But I was just like, I'm getting fired. I also thought I was up for a promotion. Okay. And I had two options for the promotion. There was one option to stay in my department or the second option was to work more closely with boss number one. And I literally that day, I chose to stay in my department. And like I sent an email like saying it and everything. And I was kind of scared that my boss was like mad at me for that. So I was like, okay, option one is he's mad at me for that. And you know, that I'm not gonna be working directly with him anymore, or two, I'm getting fired and whatever. So I drive over to the other office. And then I'm in the parking lot and oh, boss number two shows up. And I was like, Oh, my God. And so boss number two goes home early, like he would just be, you know, done. he w- would come in the office early, but he would leave by like 330, or whatever. It's 4:30 at this point. So I'm like, Okay, boss number two already left for the day. And he's coming back for this meeting with me. Oh, my God. So I walk into the, the meeting or whatever. It's my two bosses and HR. And I'm like, Oh, my God, like my heart sank, but we're all kind of just chit chatting. I'm like, okay, it can't be that bad. So they're like, okay, Nicole, can you tell us about the Charleston Diaries? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Like it's, you know, you know, I do this, it's a TikTok series. I do this, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, okay, yeah. So we actually know. <laughs> they're like, we know, we, we've seen your videos. Like we know everything that's going on. You're so good at this. Like you're killing it. Like this is amazing. Like blah, blah, blah. But you can't do this while you work here. And I was like, oh, my God. And that thought never crossed my mind because I just, I can really have a strange talent for compartmentalizing things. And I just thought that like work was work and my social media was my social media and whatever. And I didn't really talk about it at work because like, I didn't feel like I needed to. So anyways, like long story short, I basically was in a big conflict of interest situation, both with my content, because, um, at Explore Charleston, like places are members and you know, there's also places around Charleston that aren't members of Explore Charleston. And so I was posting, obviously not thinking, but I was posting about places that were members and places that were not members. And as an employee at Explore Charleston, you know, there's just a conflict of me posting both places. So there's that. And then I was, you know, kind of starting to make some money from social media too. So that was another issue. And then also just my event. And I was doing the event at Sharehouse, which was a member of Explore Charleston. So it was just the perfect storm of conflict of interest. There was a lot going on. So they were very supportive of me and they said, um, you know, you're, you're so good at this. We can tell you're so passionate about this, but we also love, you know, having you as an employee, blah, blah, but we don't want to tell you to leave, but we also don't want to tell you to give up your stuff. Like, so this is your choice, like, but you can't do both. And I was just like, oh my God. So I had two days to decide and it was, this was one of the most shocking and scariest like things of my life and like the biggest decisions ever, because I was like, what am I going to do? This event is in two weeks. I wouldn't be allowed to do the event if I stayed at Explore Charleston. So that was one thing. And I was just like, I had no following, like really nothing. I, I was not ready to be on my own. I'd only been doing this for three months and I just had no idea. Like I was like, I, I, I'm so scared because I'm not ready um, to make this leap. And, you know, cause some people like they do their side hustles with their full-time job. And then it's like, when it comes to the point of their side hustle, where they learn enough and they know what's going on, then you're able to make the leap. And I was in no place to do that. But the thing that was you know, really big was I had been working so hard on this event. At this point, I had sold 250 tickets. I was like, I've been working so hard. I would really just be screwing myself over. Like I would never be able to show my face again if I had to cancel the event. I, you know, I had so many different, like I I, I made a lot of relationships during this. And I just knew that I was like, I have to go through, through with this event. But I, I did have the gut, you know, the gut feeling as soon as I left that meeting, I knew what I was going to do. I obviously really talked about it for two days. I like prayed about it. I, I, whatever. Um, until I had my next meeting to talk about everything. But I knew what I was going to do because I knew that this is something I've been wanting to do my entire life. I always wanted to be on my own. I always wanted to be doing things, creating things. And it finally felt like it was right. 
And so I took the leap of faith and I bet on myself and it was scary and I, and I left and, but I know it was the right thing to do. And so then I, you know, continue planning this first event and it went so well. And I was just like, this just feels like what I'm supposed to be doing. Then the rest of 2022, I jumped into even more events because I kind of had no choice. It was like, I have to build this business. I have to figure this out. And I did four more events over the span of two months, which was a lot. Um, and especially as I'm just trying to grow and get started and learn. And um, they started off as girls events, but then I had my first co-ed event at the end of the year. It was a holiday event. It was super fun, but it just felt so empowering for me to do these events and fulfilling to see people make friends because like I'm someone who you might not know this by one listening to this or two watching my, my TikToks or social media or whatever, but I'm very shy and I definitely like making friends can be, can be hard and scary. And like, I like, I'm someone who kind of like has a little bit of social anxiety can keep to themselves, like in new spaces. Like I'm not someone that like commands a room and like can go up and just talking to anybody. Like I have a really hard time with that. So the reason that I do these events and the reason why they're so important to me is because I know what it feels like to like feel like an outcast or feel like you don't have friends and feel lost and whatever. Cause I, which maybe this can definitely be a podcast episode of me talking about maybe some of my experiences with that. But I just feel like I know what that feels like as someone who's maybe a little quieter and and obviously I'm outgoing once you get to know me and once I feel comfortable, but I just feel like that's a lot of people. A lot of people are a little nervous in the beginning and especially like moving to a new place. If you don't know people, like how do you make friends? And so that is just something that I feel so passionate about helping people do that because I know how it feels. So um, it was just really, really fun to kind of just go to these events and see people make friends and just like be the, be the one to kind of bring people together. Um, but during this time I was trying to make it all work, like becoming a content creator, like planning events, making an LLC, like when I had no experience doing any of these things. And towards the very end of the year, I like hit a low point. I definitely fell into a little bit of a bout of depression because it was just so hard and I got so frustrated. And like, I kept wondering if I made the right choice because like things weren't happening quickly enough for me. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing? Like, I don't even know. And so I said by the end of the year, like if I needed to get a part-time job or do something, um, I was going to do that. Like, you know, whatever. And I kind of said that as soon as I left my job, like, all right, we're going to see how this goes. I'll give myself three months. If I need to go make, do something to make money again, like let's do it. So in January I did, because I was just like, I need to do it. So I started working at Kate Spade part-time retail. Um, but, and you know, I feel like sometimes when you help yourself, the universe rewards you. And so that was me helping myself. And then I started to grow more on social media and I started to get more collabs. I started working with brands more and I started understanding what it meant to work with brands more. And I just feel like that kind of started to open floodgates a little bit for me. Um, and so I started planning my next event in January. It was a Galentine's Day. It was super fun. But after that one, I decided to take a little break because um, one, I needed to come up with a better planning process. Like I said, I was just flying by the seat of my pants. Like when I first started, there was no organization, there was no plan. And then two, here's some tea for you. I thought I was possibly going to be going on a dating TV show. So that is a story for another time that obviously didn't happen, but, um, I couldn't plan much in advance. So I was like, I need to just kind of put a pin in events for the time being like whatever. So more on that another time, but now to wrap this up a little bit, like wrap up my 2023, um, in the spring, I got a part-time job at the college of Charleston. Um, and at this exact same time, I also got an opportunity to coach a summer swim team. So I was so excited to be coaching again. So I threw a lot on my plate. Like once I got into my college Charleston role, like towards the end of the spring, I was working there. I started coaching swim team. I was doing my content, kind of getting back into doing events. And then I was also doing private swim lessons. And I was like, okay, one of these things has got to go. And I decided to leave the college of Charleston job. And 
that was because I just felt like the job wasn't pushing me in the direction that I needed to be. One, it didn't make me happy. Two, I didn't feel like there was really any growth. And three, I just feel like I wasn't really using the skills that I need to develop. So I was just like, okay, I obviously did some math of like, what's going to make me most money also. And I ended up leaving there, doing swim lessons full time over the summer, along with everything else that I mentioned. And it was the best decision I've ever made because I feel like I got myself back this summer. Like, I feel like I just, I don't know, I felt like myself again, like being surrounded by like a summer swim team and like swim lessons, like that's just, it's things that make me so happy. I just feel like towards the end of last year and the beginning of this year, like things got dark for me. Like I just, I just lost myself. I don't know. And I just feel like I just clicked again over the summer when I made this choice. Over the summer, I also started planning a new, my next event, which was my Barbie party at Sharehouse, which that was my favorite event I've ever planned. It was, in my opinion, the most successful. This event was so amazing. It sold out and it, this was my seventh event. So it took me seven events to finally get a sold out event. And I was just so proud of myself. And it gave me the confidence I desperately needed because I felt like I just did not know what I was doing when I was doing these other events. And I feel like I took the time. I really planned things out. I think I did this one really well. And it was also featured in the Post and Courier, which was the biggest like win of my life because, you know, three years before I just started working there. And so it was just really, really cool to have such a full circle moment. And just like my hard work really felt like it paid off. This summer was definitely like a big turning point for me in a lot of different ways, but I worked my ass off so much, like with everything that I did, especially with my swim lessons and and the event and my content and everything. And I did that solely for the fact that I could go home for almost three weeks towards the end of the summer and Labor Day. And like, that was a huge goal of mine the year before. And so I was so proud of myself to be able to make that happen and actually like be able to go reset, enjoy. And I came back in September and I immediately started planning my next event, Pajama Party, which was actually at Moxie um, in September and then a Halloween event in October and just continuing doing content and swim lessons and all of that kind of stuff. And now we're here and my next event is a holiday event at Lamar's, which by the time this comes out, that event will already happen. But um, I will just say this journey has been very, very hard and I keep trying to make it on my own. But to be honest, that ebbs and flows. Like sometimes it works and other times I need to go get another job and that's okay. And I'm recording this in November and who knows, by the time you listen to this, I might have something part-time again. Like, I don't know. And I have felt a lot of shame in that because it's like, I left that job and it's like, oh my God, I should be like, I should have just been able to make it work and be on my own. But there is just like no shame in needing to make money and needing to make ends meet and having to adjust when things come up. And I was really, really hard on myself about that. And like, I was embarrassed because I'm just like, oh my God, why can't I figure this out? Like whatever. And I felt like a failure and I just felt like I just shouldn't be, I just dropped my phone. Okay. Um, I just felt like I should not be doing it. But then I'm like, okay, here's the thing that I've learned. There is no timeline to success. There is no like you can't predict how fast you grow. You can't predict that kind of stuff. Last September, I was thrown into everything and forced to fly when I did not even know how to fly. Like, that's just how crazy it is. And so I just feel like it has been, I feel like I'm finally getting the hang of things. And what I do know now is that my brand and my business is my number one priority. And I will not stop until everything is like everything that I've dreamed of. And we are not even close yet. Like currently the Charleston Diaries has three avenues, obviously social media series, events, and then now podcasts, but soon there will be more. And I'm not obviously going to get into what I have up my sleeve yet, but I feel like I am finally getting the hang of it. And I just like, if you take anything away from any of this, just like, don't give up. And I just have to tell myself that every day because I almost threw in the towel so much over the past like 14 months. I mean, really, I was just like, I should just throw this all out and just go get a regular job. But I'm just like, that's not what makes me happy. And I've always chased what made me happy and what's made me passionate. 
all I've ever wanted to do was tell stories and make a difference. And I feel like I've finally found that and it's just a work in progress. But the work in progress is the tangible thing. Like I know exactly what the Charleston Diaries is loud and clear. Like it is a community, both in person and online. It's a way of life, having fun doing anything, valuing your friendships, romanticizing the life you live and wherever you live. It's a story. And the Charleston Diaries is just like everything. Like it's it's my outfits that I wear. Like it's the restaurants I go to. It's the nights out with my friends. It's, you know, the crazy dating stories. It's the laughs, the tears, and literally everything in between. And the Charleston Diaries is me, but it is also you. And I hope that didn't sound too like English majory there or cheesy or whatever. Um, but if you can't tell, I'm very passionate about this. And I just really invite you guys to take this journey with me as I figure this all out and kind of build this up. And I just, I'm just so excited. Um, and I just am really happy to be here and to, you know, keep this as an open space to talk about anything because I have a lot to say. Like, I like, I think I said earlier, but I'm like, I love to talk. I also like to be quiet sometimes, but like, you guys will never hear me be quiet on here because this is my time to chit chat. So um, I love to talk. I love to talk about lots of different things. I love to just like, I don't know, I just feel like it's really fun to just kind of hear other people's opinions. But I think that's a wrap on our first episode. Um, to end most episodes going forward, I'll be doing a segment called Dear Diary. I'm still workshopping that, what exactly that is. But like, I just feel like it, it'll be a fun way to kind of like get you guys involved in it and just like all of that kind of stuff. And just, you know, talk about like, maybe it's going to be a little advice segment. Maybe it'll be like a little, just whatever you guys want to talk about. But we're, we'll get into that. But I feel like this entire episode was a diary entry. So we're just going to skip that one today. Um, but also I will be, here's what's going to be happening when this, uh, this podcast will be out. Um, there's also going to be two more podcast episodes out. So your diary might not happen until after um, the, all of these episodes are out and everything's announced and whatever. So just stay tuned. I mean, just, I'm just telling you like, kind of like what my little plan is. Um, and I also need to think of like a little sign off, like of my thing, but I guess maybe I'll work on that too. I don't know. I'm getting like so ahead of myself of just like all the things that I need to do. Anyways, I think maybe for now, my sign off will just say like, um, thank you for listening. So that's first off. Thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate you. Um, I would make this even if not one single person listen, but I really do feel so grateful for the community that I've made um, during this time in Charleston and, and social media. And it's just like, it's just been a blessing. So I am just really, really grateful that all of you guys are here. Um, be sure to follow me uh, on TikTok at Nicole.Farina and then on Instagram at Nicole underscore Farina. And also make sure you're following at the Charleston Diaries Instagram because that will be home to all of my event stuff, all of my podcast stuff, we are bringing back the Charleston Diaries Instagram. So that's going to be your place of just kind of just like knowing what's going on in the Charleston Diaries brand. Again, thank you guys for listening. I love you all. Now go have some fun.